0: America
1: needs a tidal wave of the old time religion. I've sinned against you. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Be- "Believe It or Not," the show where we um, uh, what do we do again? We believe it. Oh, heck, yeah, you got me there. Or, or do
0: we? Huh? Probably not. Hi guys, we're your hosts Jillian and Kaylin and this is Teach Me How to Adult, a podcast on all the things you never learned growing up.
1: And welcome to season two of Bites and Bits on the Sonar Network, a deliciously cheeky podcast where the guests keep getting better and the hosts stay the same. Hosted by two- Believe It or
0: Not, Teach Me How to Adult, You Made Me Queer, and Bites and Bits are just a handful of the podcasts nominated for Canadian Podcast Awards this year. The fifth annual awards are now open for voting to Canadian podcasters. Broadcast dialogue caught up with John Leshinsky, chair of PodCamp Toronto, which is behind the CPAs. On this episode of the podcast, we talk about some of the nominees, the future of TO, and more.
1: Hi, I'm uh, John Leshinsky. I'm the chair of PodCamp Toronto and the Canadian Podcast Awards. I guess I sort of fell into this. It was through a meetup group in London, Ontario, uh, a geek dinner where I met a couple of guys, uh, Bill Dees and Will Spetzel, who were really into podcasting. They had uh, a podcasting app that they were building called Castroller. And from there, I sort of got involved with, you know, the podcast community through them, PodCamp London, and then I moved to Toronto and then PodCamp Toronto. I got involved with helping them with their website. And then eventually I just sort of ended up taking over uh, the people running it for the first couple of years decided they wanted to do other things and uh, no one else was stepping up so I sort of took over. From there we've tried to expand it to things like the Canadian Podcast Awards to help promote the Canadian content in the podcasting community.
0: So PodCamp Toronto has been on hiatus since February of 2020 but for those who don't know, tell us what the event is all about and what its future looks like right now.
1: So PodCamps camps are a, a series of events that are held around the world. They are called unconferences, which you can sort of think of as like crowdsourced uh, conferences. So people submit sessions or workshops or panels that they would like to present. Uh, and then the community votes on them. And the ones that get the most votes, make it onto the schedule for the weekend of PodCamp. for the future of it. We're not quite sure right now. We are hoping to bring it back. It would have been our 15th year uh, before the pandemic hit. Uh, So we would like to bring it back for at least the 15th year. We have to uh, check with Ryerson, but we've had offers from other places to help us bring it back. So uh, it's looking good as long as there's no other major uh, health catastrophe between now and uh, February. Right.
0: So do you want to talk a little bit about the podcaster community in the GTA? I know during your hiatus, Podcamp has still been organizing a few events like getting a group together to march in the Toronto Pride parade.
1: You know, the podcasting community in Toronto is really great. It's, there was, you know, a lot of events before the pandemic that people were attending. Uh, There was the Toronto Podcasters Meetup. There was uh, a podcaster meetup at the Imperial Pub where they did recordings every Wednesday uh, in the back room there. There was a lot of meetup groups that were doing stuff. So, you know, the podcast community was uh, alive and active. Our goal was to try and bring all those disparate groups together into one space with PodCamp and the awards to sort of, you know, cross-pollinate and build a bigger, more cohesive community rather than all the the separate ones.
0: So let's get to the Canadian Podcast Awards, which are now open for voting until August 10th. For those who aren't familiar with the process, do you want to talk about how your nomination and voting process works?
1: So the nomination process works on the concept of community as well, which is a big thing with PodCamp. Nominations work by podcasters nominating other people's podcasts and their own, of course. Uh, And the podcasts that get the most nominations uh, make it into the top five of the shortlist, which we call the nominees. Uh, And then from there, the nominees get voted on by Canadian podcasters. And we have a People's Choice category that listeners can vote on as well.
0: Let's talk about this year's nominees. There's a little bit of everything in the highest ranking pods across all categories, which are the ones that are up for the People's Choice Award. There's a little bit of comedy. There's a horror fiction pod. There are a couple of sexual health or sex and dating podcasts nominated. Do you want to talk a little bit about some of the nominees this year?
1: Yeah, so some of the nominees are new to podcasting. There's a few that are uh, uh, debuting this year. I believe uh, You Made Me Queer is one of the debut podcasts. But some of them we've seen around for quite a while. The uh, podcast Parkdale Haunt won a few awards last year. And Fuck Buddies was nominated uh, last year as well. They're all great range of stuff and great examples of Canadian content. And we're happy to see such a stellar slate of diverse content representing the best of Canadian podcasts.
0: I think one of the things that makes the Canadian Podcast Awards stand out is that there are a lot of independent pods that get nominated, including a couple this year by former broadcasters like Larry Fedoric and Paul Romanuk. It's not just the frequencies and the sonars that are getting nominated.
1: Yeah, and and that's what we love to see. Things like PodCamp behind us, we're all about building community, and we find that these independent podcasts are more active in the community so they do get more nominations
0: i tend to use these nomination lists as kind of a discovery tool i don't want you to lose any impartiality john but what are you listening to right now and are there any canadian pods that we shouldn't be sleeping on right now
1: (laughs) uh i don't know if i can do that without being totally impartial uh the podcast i i Listen to most on this list, I guess, would be uh, Front Burner. It's a daily news podcast by the CBC. I listen to that almost daily to get you know snippets of news. Uh, Parkdale Haunts a really great podcast. In the foreign category, we have uh, Famous This Week with uh, Priyanka, who won Canada's Drag Race, uh, but the podcast is produced in the United States, so she ended up in the foreign category. Uh, that's also a great podcast. Uh, You Made Me Queer is also a great podcast as well they discuss you know the turning points in media like oh this thing is when I realized I was queer and it's a really great podcast.
0: I want to talk for a minute about the Canadian podcast ecosystem. We've now got about 850,000 active podcasts globally. Do you want to talk about discoverability and some of the other issues that podcasters are grappling with, like effective monetization? Are these things that you know your community actively talks about?
1: The discoverability issue, I think, is a hard one for us as well. Yeah, you know, we have over, we have like around a thousand podcasts in the directory and 300 more waiting to be approved to be put in the directory right now. So every year we find that there's podcasts we're like, oh, I didn't know about this award. Why wasn't I nominated? And, you know, we're bringing more of those people on board. So even for us, it's hard to be discovered. And I would say that's the, goes for Canadian podcasts in general as well. You know, it's hard to be discovered uh, when there's so many podcasts out there. So you really have to have like a, a good, unique sound and uh, idea to really break through the noise. In terms of monetization, we don't really focus too much on that because we are more of a grassroots organization. So the stuff like monetization and ad sales and stuff is something we don't particularly like to focus on. But obviously, it's something the podcasts need to do to stay afloat once they become big or if they want to make this their full-time job and we typically have people come and speak at podcamps about that
0: obviously podcamp has been around for a while is the community still really excited about podcasting or some of the people who've been at it a long time kind of like well you know my podcast still only has you know a thousand listeners a month or whatever it might be do you want to
1: touch on that? I think the uh, community is still very excited and very active. You know, there's always new blood coming into the community and it's great to see. We have our older uh, members or legacy members who have been there since the beginning who are still just as excited about it uh, and still coming to meetups and still... Uh, mentoring the new generation so that's also lovely to see
0: so if you're a a canadian podcaster john and you want to register as a voter with the awards is it too late to do that this year
1: no you can uh, still register with us and vote in the awards and decide who wins the awards this year Uh, all you have to do is sign up and be a canadian and have a podcast
0: so when will the winners be announced?
1: Uh, we're looking to do it in the fall. We have a, a live stream that we did last year. So we're going to replicate that this year. Uh, hopefully in the future, we can go back to in-person uh, award ceremonies. But for now, we're going to keep it simple and go with the uh, online ceremony. So hopefully in the fall.
0: And you also have an event coming up at the end of August.
1: Yes, we are going to be at a Fan Expo in the Podcast Alley section. Uh, and we'll be doing some live shows And uh, panels about podcasting while we're there. Our booth will have the trophy that people can come take pictures with. uh, And we'll also have podcasters who've been nominated or won uh, sitting at our booth doing meet and greets with their fans.
0: And are there fans?
1: Oh, yes, of course. There's lots of fans. For the People's Choice Awards, uh, we usually get thousands of votes uh, for podcasts. So, you know, there's a big audience out there in Canada for podcasts and uh, especially Canadian content.
0: That's great to hear. Is there a note you want to close on, John?
1: You know, it's been great to be part of the Canadian podcasting community for all these years, and we're really excited about the awards and and what's coming in the future with them, and hopefully bringing back PodCamp Toronto, and we hope to see everyone at Fan Expo.
0: Where can people go to find out more about PodCamp
1: and the Canadian Podcast Awards? Uh, They can go to uh, podcamptoronto.com or canpodawards.ca. Thanks so much for joining us, John. Thank you.
0: To broadcast dialogue. For more information about the podcast, or to receive exclusive access to our weekly briefing about the Canadian media industry, visit us at broadcastdialogue.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, connect with us on LinkedIn, and follow us on Twitter and SoundCloud. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast.